0: Welcome to Golf Better at Worldwide Golf Shops. Episode 208. Hello everyone, my name is Tom Brissell. Thanks so much for joining us. If you're a first-time listener or a long-time subscriber, doesn't matter, we're just glad you joined us today. And we have a special guest joining us. He's from up in Atlanta. Actually, he is on the, on the course at Pinehurst today where they're hosting an event. He is the... President and CEO of U.S. Kids Golf up in Atlanta, Georgia, Mr. Dan Van Horn. Dan, thanks so much for joining us. It's great to have you. Well, thank you, Tom. It's great to be invited. First first off, give us just a, a brief history of your background, how you got started, and, and, and how this all came about because this is so, so important to the game.
1: Well, we um, we started 20 years ago as I had kids I wanted to bring and give the sport to buy that I enjoyed the most playing, which has been golf after having played all the sports myself. I really wanted them to, to play and enjoy golf. And, uh, that's how us guys got, got started as a dad who's trying to give, get his
0: kids involved. Wow. And what you're doing so is so, so important. I think when, when I was a kid, I'm not sure how old you are, but the way we started was, Hey, here's dad's old clubs. Or if you really got lucky, you got some cut down for you. I don't know I don't know if this is true or not but I, I think that there's a direct correlation with how good the young players are today with the equipment that they grew up with. would that be would that be far off?
1: Well clearly uh, uh, the idea of really providing kids something that would be proportionate to their size was not what we were doing at the time 20 years ago. it's hard to believe but but um, in other words, we weren't really looking at the length of the club or the way the club, to see if it could be improved to help the young player enjoy the game and uh as a as a dad when when it became apparent to me there was a need, then that was the beginning of u s kids golf to to kind of provide kids with the best equipment to help them learn the game and have fun with it.
0: Well, many on the retail side, you know, we know about what you do with regard to equipment, but there's so much more than that, Dan. I'm I'm looking at your website, and you have four tabs there. The very last one is products. <laughs> Before that is is coaching and and lessons, learning to play and tournaments. Share with us a little bit about that and 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 what's behind all that.
1: Yeah, if you if if you look at the every sport, uh, soccer, for instance, uh, there's equipment, uh, shoes, and uniforms and balls and things like that so uh, we started our business by providing the, the equipment but then as we went along a few years back in 2000 we said well what are the tournament what are the contests of the games equivalent where kids can have something to aspire to and looking around at golf there was very little for the younger kids so we started with the world championship back in 2000 year 2000 jack o georgia and and now we've we've grown to where we host over a thousand events around the country and in about fifteen uh, foreign countries, culminating in Pinehurst each year with the largest event that they have every year. In the town of Pinehurst, we have uh, seven or eight thousand family and people coming, fifteen hundred players in the U.S. Kids Golf World Championship. So, the tournament part of the business has been a very big part because it gives the kids a chance to really improve their game and work toward a goal of aspiring to make it to, uh, to Pinehurst. And so, uh, so that's been a big part. And then the third, the, the other part you mentioned is somewhere in between tournaments and games, there's really the, the coaching and uh, itself and learning to play the game. And parents themselves, often are the people who are involved in bringing their kids into the game and they, but they do need good coaching along the way to make it fun for them and, help the kid want to come back to the course. So, so we've gotten involved with that. We have coaches to recommend and, and then training coaches and learning to play a shorter course versus playing the course in the red
0: piece. Well, you hit on that right there, the shorter course and, and, getting to enjoy the game. Uh, I was out in California a few weeks ago and was at a course on a, on a Sunday and they had 194 people on the tee sheet, which to me was incredible. But more importantly than that, I looked at the range and at the putting green, and it was littered with young players, and they were working with coaches, and they were working on short game and 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 and, mm-hmm. and and hitting shots. Talk about playing it a little bit forward and enjoying the game, because it's it's so daunting if you if you try to go out and learn how to play this game. It's hard enough as it is.
1: Yeah, we've uh, we've really done our women a uh, big disservice by calling them women's tees, ladies' tees. Uh, they ought to be, they ought to be uh, called um, um, just tees themselves. But at 5,000 yards, most golf courses are really ill-equipped to help beginners, whether they be kids or, or seniors, even as they go along. So uh, recently, we have purchased a club, the um, U.S. Kids Golf, in the Pinehurst area, and we've implemented a 7T program. Where we put tees as short as 3,200 yards, 36, 4,400 yards for 18 holes out. And our women are playing, playing it forward from those locations. And for the first time, they're able to, to have pars and even make birdies, uh, even, uh, even occasional eagle. So the, the idea should be in golf, instead of starting at a, a 5,000 yard course, we should be starting much shorter than that. And then as our skill develops, whether it be male or female, we should go back and get back to the back tees if we're able to. And then, but then, as as we get older, we uh, lose our skill. We need to be able to go forward so the game stays fun. And so, in modeling that kind of idea by putting in seven sets of tees on every every on on our course here at Longleaf and Pinehurst, then we're able to show the world um, that we need to rethink how we're going about the game. We don't need to necessarily have separate courses. Uh, just for beginners to play, we need the whole thing to happen at everybody's course so that beginner play becomes a reality. And, uh, it's a model that, that the industry itself is look, looking at the, uh, actually the American Society of Golf Course Architects are embracing the idea and will be sharing the good news hopefully over the next year.
0: Well, the equipment side of it, which you guys do so, so well, starts from age, what, three or four all the way up to age 12. Kind of a fitting system, and you have so many fitters around the country. Certainly, in the worldwide golf shops, uh, Edwin Watts Golf, Vans, Golfers' Warehouse, and so on and so forth. Those those retail outlets. But share with us a little bit about what goes on when a, when a young player going to get their first set of clubs, or maybe their second or third set of clubs. What what's the what's the right thing to do for a parent or a grandparent?
1: Yeah, we've uh, we've studied uh, the idea of growth and how kids. Uh, grow at different ages. So it's not a good thing just to use age as a barometer. You really need to think about how how tall a person is and, and their growth rate. We know that kids in general, based on statistics, grow about three inches a year prior to puberty. So um, we've learned to fit them by height. And the the concept that we have is that you should be able to fit your player uh, similar to how they would be as an adult. It just doesn't make sense to have a club that's too long uh and consequently too heavy because it just hinders their their production. So we we aspire to the idea that fitting as they are and then as they grow, becoming even a little shorter is a good thing because it allows the player to, to handle it. So we have nine steps of fitting really starting at uh, age uh, three, uh, on up to 12, uh, 13 and 14. We, although we do have a lot of ladies who have player equipment. Um, and it, it really provides a, a roadmap for, uh, for the players and for the parents to follow. And Worldwide has been a great partner of ours for many years. And, and, uh, so it's a great place to shop and learn about that. There's a fitting stick, high chart stick that allows the, uh, the fit to go.
0: Well, Dan, before I let you go, you mentioned earlier about the tournament and the culmination in pinehurst and and that 's kind of the, the, the that 's kind of the crown jewel as far as the kids go because they want to learn they want to get better then when they get better they all all kids i think it 's natural you want to kind of keep score and compete. but how would someone go about finding out more about the tournaments that you guys have and then also the the culmination at the end of the year?
1: Well, we start everything with the local level and you know our our dream and hope is that kids learn golf if you don't have um, for some players something to aspire to as the other sports then then you're missing out you know, a player has to has to have a goal to reach upward so go to our website, look at tournaments, get started locally if the player. Desires to go compete a little in, throughout the state or in a region of the country, they should do that. And and if their dream becomes to get the pioneers, then do that. And if they have the capability, of watching the uh, short game movie that was done about getting to pioneers on Netflix, then I think it'd be worth it. It's a very inspirational story about kids who come and play golf at an early age. And I think I think it could help any any kid and their parents in the whole process.
0: Well, Dan, it's uskidsgolf.com for all the information you have. It is a it is a uh, encyclopedia of information, a, a wealth of it. Videos, uh, information not only like we said on your products, but also the tournaments and coaching and and learning the game. What you guys do is so important. You're the future of the game, and um, we appreciate you so much. And thanks for all you've done for the game. And thanks for spending time with us. Some final words to from from you to our listeners, Dan.
1: Yeah, just, uh, uh, stay at it. Uh, I want to encourage parents that, uh, that kids, um, you can bring them into the game, that your time with them is extremely important. And because of golf, you're able to spend quality time. So it's worth the effort to bring kids to the game. They will get it. Um they'll be glad you did it even, And because it is a wonderful lifetime relationship, relational type game. So. Stay at it, parents, and uh, your kids will. Your kids will appreciate it. So that would be my encouragement.
0: Dan Van Horn for U.S. Kids Golf. Thanks so much for taking time with us. It's been a pleasure.
1: Thank you, Tom. Appreciate it for being asked.
0: Dan Van Horn from U.S. Kids Golf. Certainly, um, the most important part of the game. It's the future of our game is the young ones, and they're doing a fantastic job. And he told me something off the air when we were uh, chatting. We were talking about the drive, chip, and putt. He said of the 80 players that made it to drive, chip, and putt competition, which you saw on TV during uh, prior to the Masters, 68 of the 80 came through the uh, U.S. Kids system in the finals up at Pinehurst. That's a pretty good number. Uh, certainly, U.S. Kids Golf doing what they Doing what they can do and more to grow the game. Well, special thanks again to uh, Dan for joining us, Dan Van Horn, and also to you, our listeners. We'll do it again next time. We have another episode of Golf Better at WorldwideGolfShops.com. So long, everyone.